My name is Ray Stacanis, and I have a three-year-old daughter. My name is Robert Clark Chan. I have a three-year-old son. My name is Marshall Givens, and I have a seven-year-old son and five-year-old twins. And together, we are my, my three, three dad. Oh, see, no, you're a, oh. you're a jerk. You're no, a I'm, the, I'm the problem. I was, the I was really trying to do it like that matched time. up in everything. It was I don't pretty. Think we were even looking it at was the, we so pretty. We're just never going to get it. I thought we had it. Never going to get, never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of My Three Dads. Yes, sir. Pause. Ray, do you know what song Robert was singing? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do know that song. I loved that song when I was in like middle school. I was I just thought it was about to be a two Americas situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm literally I am I'm blanking on the name of the group and it is killing me because I know Ray. that song. I know that song and I know this group Ray. ladies who sing it. And I'm I my old brain is just completely dying on the vine right now. <laughs> just here's the deal. Just don't say it. Let me have it and let yeah, me figure it yeah. out. It's mm-hmm. gonna figure it out before the end of the episode. If mm-hmm. people tweet it out to Ray, please. <laughs> but don't use words. Just tweet it tweet it back to him in, in GIF form. Just <laughs> tell him what the band is without telling him what the band yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I very vividly in my head the one announcer's voice that goes, and now it's time for the breakdown. And, oh. and uh, that's amazing. I love oh. that. Like, right? I, I know the song. I know the song. I'm just, <laughs> okay, actually, I can't come yeah, up with names of anything anymore. <laughs> it's a, it's a failing in me. That's why I have to write everything down. I'll, I'll get, you had, you had enough of the information. Correct. I'll give you partial credit. On the oh, thank exam. you. Thank you. The problem, the, the problem is the only names that are popping into my head are Evanescence and Depeche Mode. And okay, I know it's you, very whoa, clearly whoa, not either of them. Whoa. Decades on either side. Whoa. How did yeah. you do but, that? No, but you know how he did that? Because he put together, like, think about the Evanescence and Depeche Mode. Like there's a, oh, there's wow. definitely like some lettering. Yeah. That has There's, crossed it's, it's in, in Ray's brain. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can see I'm like in the neighborhood. You, as of soon as you said that, when you said Evanescence and Depeche Mode, I was like, you know what? It doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> and this is going to be killing me the whole episode. I'm very excited. Uh. Oh, shit. I know I just want to look it up and cheat because I don't have this pain in my head anymore. No, no, don't do it. Don't cheat. <laughs> but don't I will cheat. not do that. I will don't try cheat. to. Oh, God. No, <laughs> we don't cheat on this show. It's no. going to come to you in your sleep, and you're going to yell it out in the middle of the night and wake the baby. <laughs> oh, that is, that is a fact. That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I'm just mad at myself. Anyway, hey, everybody. We are, when we're not horribly making fun of me over not coming up with names of pop groups of the diva groups of the 90s. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's a great song. It is a wonderful, wonderful song. Um, we're talking about a couple of things here. First off, the cartoon we're going to be watching is a prime original. Is that correct? Called Tumbleweed. Yep. Amazon yep. prime original. And I've never, again, Marshall coming through with this. I've never heard of this show before, but here we are watching it. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Very popular show. Very in is vogue. It? I yeah. think, I think it's because it's only because my kids have like several years on your kids is why I know. About Chan, I see what already. you just did to me there. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, I missed and it thank too. you for saying it, it out loud. <laughs> I missed it. 
and Vogue, you effers. Oh, nice. Oh, you, you blew that one right you past were me, not, too, Chan. Good look, job. I know what you were Good trying to job. do to me. I know exactly what you are trying to do to me because there was an episode of Knowing Us Half the Podcast where Gina couldn't come up with goodwill hunting. So I worked the three words goodwill and hunting into every oh, other sentence goodness. for like an hour, and she just couldn't come up with it. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful was two display on the nose, by Chan. Ray, two on the nose. The Thank you. That is a wonderful diva group. And Vogue. I'm not going to wake up in the middle of the night now and everyone in my no. house appreciates you doing that to me. <laughs> uh, but the topic of conversation we're talking about here was over over the past weekend, as we record this, we went out to a friend's birthday party, which was at a movie theater, mm. and we got to see we got to see this movie, Mortal Kombat. How exciting. And it just <laughs> kind of got us thinking because delight. there were there were also part was a delight. There were are we parties. Getting, are we get, is that what we're uh, um, talking about this week? Is no. uh, Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat? We're not. No, we have, I haven't seen it in the theater, but this. I have seen it on my screen. Uh, so yeah. we can talk about it. We can talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing was, there was also a little gathering that went alongside of it, and and, and you, the, the the Clark Chance came over to my house and brought the whole family, and so our kids are now like getting out and they're in the world again a little bit, and I wanted to talk a little bit about opening the world up after a pandemic how weird does it feel what are you telling your kids about it like how how do you manage this as a parent i'd love to hear from you guys sort of your experiences with that i mean uh, yeah go over here it's he's still young enough that there's very little uh, talking about it cuz he doesn't know he doesn't know the difference he, he grew up in this so mm-hmm. you know it's <laughs> normal to not go out and like yeah he gets uh, uh you know like He's just a bundle of energy trying to, you know, that wants to bust out, but he doesn't really know what you're supposed to do with that energy. So, like, every once in a while, we kind of say, like, yeah, you know, like, we'll be able to go to the pool, the YMCA pool again when, you know, when the disease, you know, when the sickness is over or whatever. And that's sort of explained viruses and whatnot. But it's real uh, general. He doesn't really get into it. Like, what's going on? Um, He doesn't have that fear or anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's good. um, Like, for him, not that big a deal for us. It's, you know, a little bit harder, but also this is our first and only kid. And so like, this is all we know as parents. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, that holds up. No, you, you gotta, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. It's like, that's all either of, you know, any of, you know, is this life, this, <laughs> this secluded life that we live. Yeah, they, they just started walking and suddenly we were living at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, didn't even, it, didn't, like, it was just like okay cool i guess this is my neighborhood now <laughs> i got i got the ability to walk and now my world just got smaller sweet okay <laughs> um but yeah no that, like that's that's a good point but like for for my kids because they had experienced that life bef- just before like and granted we didn't really like take them out a ton like that, like to go to like restaurants or anything like that. Like they've been to grocery stores and stuff as much as we can like manage a three on two situation. Uh, uh, <laughs> yo, cause that fast break is killer. Yo, we get dunked on all oh. the time. <laughs> oh, he's still small enough that I can put him in the little seat. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had him out once, and he was gone. <laughs> the, and that's one. That's one kid. The the stores that have the big giant carts that are have like a spot for two kids Ooh. are are great. Are great. 
But then the when you have three, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, actually one of them now wants to fight for that other seat. <laughs> so great. Now we got a game of musical chairs going on with this shopping cart. Uh, why don't you just sit in the basket and we will have about one square foot for all the groceries we need. <laughs> why don't you do that? And then they're just climbing up and down and out. And it's just like, okay, all right. You know what? Maybe the grocery store wasn't the best idea. And then the pandemic hit. And then the <laughs> pandemic hit. And it was like, hey, you know, now you're stuck inside. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> what's funny is me and my wife went, <clears throat> we went uh, to, uh, we went to go eat, uh, like, and they had left the kids with the grandparents uh, uh, and went to go, go to a restaurant. And they were like, well, hey, we want to go to a restaurant and we want, and we want to go out and it's like, no, 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 no. We don't trust you outside right now <laughs> uh, because you didn't, you, <laughs> you didn't get enough practice beforehand. So it's all, it's as if you like, we, the time's gone backwards. Okay. So we mm-hmm. got to work on some stuff before, again, <laughs> again, before we take you to a restaurant. <laughs> Cause like they know, like, you know, Daniel Tiger is a good was was good about you know hey restaurant etiquette and there's a lot of different like yes. little kids shows that are great with restaurant etiquette so they know and they they know how to act they know what they're supposed what they what's expected of them they do understand that but the <laughs> what's funny uh they talk about uh they've done studies where uh um the fact the reason why uh some police uh get really pumped up on adrenaline is because they have a partner and the presence of two uh, people together feed off of each other and escalate situations. Sometimes they've done they've done scientific studies on this. It is the same with children, and it's like <laughs> you they can know all of the rules, but because there is more than one of them, two is like okay, it's manageable. You got you got even odds. But then once the third is in is introduced into the situation, the whole <laughs> the whole thing just goes to it's just like it's unmanageable. You can't predict. You don't know what's going on. So like, I, so we're just like, you know what? When you all can not run around the dining room table at home, then we'll think about, <laughs> then we'll think about taking you out into these streets. But until then, y'all can chill. Okay. <laughs> we need y'all to go back to school first so that y'all can learn some school stuff and some school manners and school etiquette. Cause y'all not listening to us. Cause y'all, that all, all they have heard is our voices every day for 15 months just about or however mm-hmm. what is it 12 13 about, however long yeah. it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. that like the only the only voice of of uh uh um uh, uh consequence the only voice that's telling them to stop doing something or that they did this they shouldn't have done this has been our voices and they have tuned it out they're mm-hmm. done in fact they are fact. done with us so hard like they they do not like (laughs) like i finally had this moment where like my my oldest looked like he was so mad at me like he looked like he wanted to fight me (laughs) like i finally i finally got to this point where i was like oh we've been in this house too long because you look like you want to fight and you don't care about the size difference (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) before before i say something stupid let me let me back up because otherwise i'm we're gonna be in the backyard with boxing gloves on and then somebody's calling the police like why did you punch this kid through the 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 wall yeah well he had on boxing gloves i had on boxing gloves i thought it was okay 
Yeah, but why did you kick him, though? That's the part I'm having trouble <laughs> because with. Because I have pads on my feet, y'all. Look, officer, don't tell me how to raise my kids. <laughs> Leave me well, alone. I, I, I can say right now, yeah, she's absolutely done with us. After seeing uh, Chan's kid for two days in a row and getting to play with him and hang out and run around a house, especially after, you know, we saw we saw the Clark Chan's at the zoo the previous week because we had a little excursion there. Didn't even plan it. We were just there at the same time in the same place. That made nice. an afternoon out of it. It was wonderful, right? Well, then, the, the thing that kills me now is that she now believes she's going to see Chan's kid <laughs> every day because that's just how it works. So she comes home from uh, daycare yesterday and and it, it, which was the day after having seen him two days in a row. And she immediately, when she gets home, she's like, so obviously he's coming over now, right? <laughs> and I'd be like, no, no, he's not. That was a very special circumstance. And um, she was not here for that statement. She she was not happy to be continuing that conversation did, did at all. Did they become besties like that fast? That's a good question. I don't like, know. Uh, yeah, he uh, he definitely likes uh, her. Just you know, like uh, 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 as friends. Uh, but he has been in preschool with a very small cadre because we we basically made it a pod. Right. So there's like three other kids that he's uh, been interacting with for the past you know six eight months. Again, that's what's normal to him is like that many. So mm-hmm. like um, it's not like. Uh, um, uh, your daughter was like just had nothing for months and months and months. So it's, he's a little more like he has had human contact and that like peer contact, sense. and that's that's been so huge, man. I tell you what, um, that was that was a tough choice to make. Like, are we going to risk um, like uh, doing this thing with these people who you know, like we, we kind of know them, but like, we don't really know them. We don't know if they're like sneaking around and like mm-hmm. going to bars <laughs> or, you know, doing whatever, you know, like unhealthy stuff. And so like <laughs> we, we put our kid at risk and our, and ourselves at risk and all that. But like, it seemed like given that he's a three-year-old, like the, the um, that social interaction mm-hmm. was real important. And I, I, yeah, we got lucky. We got lucky that nothing happened. Uh, we were, as safe as we could be, everybody else was pretty safe, and you know, um, like that's that made a huge difference, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's like the thing it. too, because because you're right, like oh, that bit of social interaction for kids that young is just like, it's it's just it's you, you don't realize how important it is until you are their social interaction <laughs> <laughs> by by yourself, and you're like, oh crap, these kids need. They need other kids and another adult that is not a relative telling them what to do. You know, they need to experience mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, they don't they they don't get that at all. It's just like, oh, boy. All right. Here we. But here's the thing, though. We would my wife and I talk about sometimes is like, OK, you know what? Yes, there are some things that have been lost because of this lost year. Um, uh, but a significant amount of people. Uh, kids specifically are have been going through it so mm-hmm. it does it it's it it's not as if like oh no like my kid is going to be like lagging behind uh uh everybody else socially it's like no where everybody's got like varying levels of lag that happened 
And therefore, sure. I don't think like people like, yeah, okay, there are some communities that were just like, yeah, we're not shutting shit down. And they mm. kept it up and they <laughs> kept doing everything just normal. But even then, they those people, those kids in that community probably are looking at the outside world like, oh, my God, but this is still craziness going on out there. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it, it's it, it, the percentage of of kids that, you know, were able to live a quote unquote normal existence over the past year. Probably real small, like real, real small, so small that I don't think that it's significant enough that, you know, uh, we got to worry about our kids being behind uh, uh, everything. It's like, no, we all, you know, we all, we all had to go through it. Uh, can oh. we be real? The, the states where uh, they just let things go on as we're normal are not real high up on that list of like educational states. Oh, no. So, <laughs> no. like, I don't think they're going to be getting ahead of us anytime soon. <laughs> well, that's the thing is California, where we all three of us live, is right now the best state in the union for the virus. Uh, of all 50 states, the lowest rate is one of the most populous states, one of the biggest states, uh, California, because we did something right, because enough of us took it seriously, I suppose. I tell you, uh, I'm not crowing well about under that, control. because we used we used to be one of the worst, yeah. and I'm sure it's going to get that way again, and like, uh, like right now, we're doing okay, but I... I haven't been able to predict any of this. Uh, <laughs> Robert's like, I got no faith stuff. in anybody anywhere. <laughs> no. As soon as people think it's okay, we're suddenly going to have, you know, wild orgies in the streets, you know. It's, I'm come telling get you it. guys, I plan on not touching many people. <laughs> <laughs> I was I already on, planning that, so. Like, unless you, like, hey, I know you. All right, cool. You got vaccine? Cool. Hug, hug time. Other than that, like, masked up, hey, give me a fist bump from, you know, my fully extended arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What we, uh, yeah, we, we were at that thing where everybody was vaccinated and I still was like, uh, okay, you know what? We'll handshake once and then kind of like, uh, all right, we, we've known each other for 12 years. I guess I'll give you a hug and I'm going to smile, but, uh, you probably can feel in my, uh, uh, in the hug that I'm real tense about it. It's one of those like uh, uh, those uh, seventh grade dance hugs where you know, like, oh, yep. your hips are still way out. <laughs> I love the seventh grade dance conjures so many images that were all perfect for what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy Lou. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel good about it. I feel, because California is doing so well, I felt better about going out. And wasn't it weird, Chan, and maybe you could speak to this, when we're out front of the AMC theater and there's people just living normal lives, they just have masks on, and it's just people going about their day-to-day activities? Weren't, weren't you kind of shocked by how many people were just out? Did, did the whole thing just feel normal but really wrong at the same time? I mean, here's the thing. I'm a shut in by nature. So like, (laughs) honestly, all of this quarantine has been pretty good for me because I'm like, yeah, this is I would rather just deal with people uh, on a video call than have to deal with them in person. So uh, all of this is like, well, I guess we have to go back to normal. But 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 we don't like not completely. <laughs> yeah, true. Not completely. I feel like we just masks, found out a lot of jobs can be done from stay. home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like people just yeah, people everywhere found out that like oh what I don't have to pay rent in this office. The only the, one of the the argument that I that I will say that I've heard about going back into an office that um, that actually I do like agree with that it, it makes sense to me. 
is the the thought that uh, uh, it's healthy to separate your home life and your work life. Yeah. And then yeah. so having a job like a separate place to go to for work helps with that. Otherwise, like you kind of wake up and you're in like this half home, half work mode the whole time. And then it doesn't it's not healthy mentally. So I yeah. like that in that regard. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, office that I get that. I get that. But everything else, I'm like, eh, you know, phone calls, Zooms, you know, it's all good. They got PDF, sign, uh, you know, viewers and you can sign <laughs> and, and send it. <laughs> it's all good. Like you don't even need a pen to sign stuff anymore. So send that contract. <laughs> send it in. Um. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Well, the the show we're going to be talking about today, we're talking about, again, a prime original show, which is called Tumble Leaf. Uh, I have not looked up a lot about the show. I wanted to go in a little bit more blind, as I do with most of Marshall's suggestions, just because <laughs> I've never heard of these shows before. So I think it's better, since you know about the show pretty well because you've been watching it, to have mm-hmm. a perspective of somebody who doesn't know anything about it walking in the door. And Marshall, what can you tell us about the show Tumble Leaf? Tumble Leaf, um, Emmy Award winning. Uh, Ooh, uh, look at that. Uh, really? Uh, uh, Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've won some Emmys uh, over the years. Um, uh, Tumble Leaf is, uh, ni- uh, I don't even know what the, th- the computer generated 3D animation. It's I can't remember. Computer motion. animated, yeah. Stop, is it stop, stop motion? motion? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, uh, uh, just the most tranquil of acid trip shows that I believe uh, uh, ever existed. The colors are bright. Uh, uh, they're vivid. Like, it's just really like, oh, like if you were to have this on like a humongous screen, uh, uh, like 100%, like you could see, I could see college kids watching Tumble Leaf, you know, with a joint or a big old bong or something, be like, yo, these colors, man. <laughs> uh, um, very bright. Um, well, what can I say about this show? Uh, it's a sweet show. It is legitimately yeah. like, and we've, you know, uh, uh, Chan and, and Ray only watched the the one episode. Uh, there's four seasons. Uh, I, know, I don't know exactly the number of episodes. Uh, I believe I've seen most of them with my kids. It uh, 100% every single episode is about as peaceful <laughs> as can be. Like when even with, you know, oh no, there's this thing happened. Oh no, like the tr- the trouble is peaceful. It's so it's so like weird, but like calming. It's a calming show. That's like when we found it, it was like, oh yes, please, please let these kids watch this show so they can calm the <laughs> hell down <laughs> and just you know, like it's one of those shows. It's like uh, like like watching Bob Ross. Like it will immediately okay bring your heart rate down to <laughs> to like near death like you just be like oh, okay okay <laughs> somebody's holding me and i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be nice and safe and secure and warm like it is it's a show that is a warm hug 
Interesting. <laughs> I, I felt slightly different from watching it. Now, these are, <laughs> we watched season four, episode six, which, Chan, I don't have the names of the uh, episodes, but it was like Ginkgo's Treasure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something that like that. And then uh, and the other one uh, was Power Play uh, was the other one. Power Play. Yeah, now, yeah. The, what I here's what I got out of this show. There are these creatures that are very, very small that mm-hmm. live in this sort of world with the insects and the small animals. And they mm-hmm. sort of live in this world. And the one of them, Ginkgo, who's a, apparently a boy because he's blue. That's how it works. It lives <laughs> on a broken uh, a, a ship, like a, like a, a boat ship, like a water <laughs> ship that's run aground and it's half of its hull ripped out. And he lives on there mm-hmm. and he has some sort of magical room on the ship, which is the treasure room because things place. just things just show up there. The kid's and name he, is Fig. Is it, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought his name was Ginkgo. Who's Ginkgo? Who's Oh, it's Fig the Fox. Uh, uh, oh, Stick fox. is the worm. And then Ginkgo. Oh, I forget which one Ginkgo is. Um, well, so, But yeah, so essentially one of the things that bothered me is they did this style of animation, at least for the intro. And maybe the, my, my eyes just got used to it. But it's the do every other frame style of animation. So things mm. are a little bit more herky-jerky. And it was giving me a headache. Stop motion. Oh, no. <laughs> it was giving, shit's well, been around first 70 years i don't normally have a problem watching stop motion but literally it felt like it was going slower than what i'm used to seeing which meant a lot more frozen images in my brain which was short (laughs) which was short wiring me or whatever i was having trouble (laughs) and and in the first episode it was just a very simple a to b to C back to B to D back to B again type of episode where you had this what crab monster this crab yeah. guy every episode the crab uh, mm-hmm. pulls something out of its little uh, trap there we go. Yeah. and then somehow it like gets uh, up it gets flung he, into the he, uh, uh, finding place. so, so the basic okay. the basic premise the uh, every open right every open you got the ship overlooking the ocean by the way this kid's house dope I would love to live there that's it's a pretty view. great that's know. amazing I live in a boat right? yeah. Living in a bo- houseboat overlooking the ocean, and you don't get all of the motion sickness of it being in the water. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so the crab comes, and, and uh, did you notice the crab had a wooden claw? I don't know if you picked up. Yeah, on that, what Ray. was that about? <laughs> well, because it's a seafaring crab, and so sometimes seafaring oh, creatures boy. lose a limb. <laughs> And you get it replaced oh, by some boy. wooden. So he has a wooden <laughs> claw. And he's got his crab trap. But in his crab trap, he just they, like random stuff ends up in his crab trap. And then he always takes the thing that is the least valuable of the two of the items that end up in his trap. And then he throws the valuable thing over his shoulder and it, it lands inside of Fig's finding place treasure box. And then that is his alarm clock that wakes him up, basically. <laughs> it's like got okay. some like Rube Goldberg situation where like it like wakes him up. <laughs> so, so there, yeah, it's, that's the crap. This episode was real interesting <laughs> in that they just kept like the, the weird thing. Here's the thing. Other thing I got out of the episode is everybody is really sort of hippie spirit when it comes to material objects, mm-hmm. because every single time they went to throw something away, they like thanked the trash, which which was a little oh, weird to me. That's the that's why I'm saying that's why I'm telling you this show is a genuinely a warm hug every episode because like this is the vibe of every character even like the old ass turtles that are like somewhat like grumpy-ish aren't even like so grumpy that you're like yo why don't you calm down right there's no grouchy <laughs> there's no there's mm-hmm. nothing like that. So like like every character has that like 
oh, I am in like a spiritual love with everything else kind of a vibe through like every character. So every episode ends up feeling like that, like, oh, okay, like, yay, hey, yay, this was nice. And it all, it all's well that ends well. And nothing in the middle was really that bad. No, there was no peril. It was never like the big, the big concern was, oh, we're going to go to the beach and we don't have toys. Mm hmm. Well, the octopus mm. needed some Still beach toys, and hey, can you guys go find me some beach toys, please, so we can have a and, beach beach party? Yeah, and each of the three characters of the vignettes that we saw, each one of them was accompanied with a certain problem, if you can call it that, and that problem was immediately <laughs> solved by the trash that was thrown away by one of the other characters. So uh, there's I mean, uh, it was cute. It was cute. Uh, I'm, there are a lot of cartoons nowadays that are doing sort of a um, a STEM thing. Uh, or an engineering thing where they try and teach kids like, uh, here's a problem. How do we solve it? Let's uh, use what we have at hand and try and figure out this thing. And um, I, I, if memory serves, I've seen a few episodes, but not a whole lot. Um, my kid is, uh, he's, it's, it is a little too tranquil for him. Um, he's into Totoro. Uh, and kind of everything else that isn't like, we gotta go. He's kind of like, this is slow. We should really pick up the pace on this. What do you say? (laughs) Um, So like this, like he, he got into a little bit, but not so much. Uh, But like, uh, um, yeah, they have, they uh, uh, they have to figure the stuff out. Um, And uh, uh, this, it feels like Fraggle Rock. It um, did feel like Fraggle Rock. That's there's a, a real hippie call. vibe to it. Um, and like, yeah, like uh, recycling. I don't remember um, like how trashy the things are usually. Is it usually just like straight up detritus that they just like repurpose into cool stuff? Or uh, are there other things going on? It's usually like it, it is. It's basically just, hey, this thing washed up ashore. Uh, uh, it can be anything like, yeah. So it's just, it's just general, like, oh, this is kind of junk. So it's never actually like garbage, garbage. It's just like, oh, Hey, this thing that's cool. I didn't see, you know, like that ribbon, like there's been time where I think one episode, there was like a ball of yarn was in his high in his, in his finding play. Like it's, it's, it's it's never like trash, trash, but like in reality, it's like, yeah, okay. That, you know. Yeah. And here it was like, it was like a sand sifter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was okay. You know, I'm yeah. not fine with that. You know, like a ribbon. Yeah, that that was fine. The so bent like, up pale. Yeah, this episode holds together. I, I honestly like. I lost track of exactly what was happening. It's one of the. I think to what to what you're saying, Marshall. There are just things happening, and they're following some general through line. Mm-hmm. But if if you walked out of the room and came back five minutes later, I wouldn't say you missed anything. <laughs> you 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 would and you wouldn't, but. Like as like if the kid catches it at the right part, then they won't care that like, you know what I mean? Like that it's that incongruent or that's just kind of like, yeah, things are just kind of happening. It's I mean, it's almost kind of like bluey in that way of like, hey, there's no real like, you know, like plot or message to it well there no, oh, i, I disagree with that because bluey yeah. does have some message and this one had a message but it's not like it was trying to beat you over the head with the message uh, the only way that you would know that you were getting beat over the head with that message is if you're an adult watching it and you're like okay i see what you're doing but like in it. terms of a kid watching it like i don't think it gets redundant or anything like that <laughs> i see what you're doing tumble leaf don't think i don't <laughs> notice i don't think i didn't see that 
Yeah, and the the second episode, I think, uh, uh, go the power play episode, talking about with uh, what Chan said about STEM, and it's basically they're kind of dealt with a problem, and now they have to figure out this problem. So they're talking to these two like old turtles, and one of them threw out their back and is in a crib uh, that doesn't <laughs> really a, fit them very well. Ache. He had a shell ache. A shell ache, <laughs> and so the only way that he can get some sleep to get better is if is if the crib rocks. Now, instead of just standing there and just rocking it, which I guess is too much work or something, they have mm-hmm. the crib being poked with a Rube Goldberg device attached to a stationary bike. And the problem is the other turtle is very, very old and just doesn't have the stamina to stay on this bike long enough to keep the charge <laughs> up to get the finger poking machine. I think of that Futurama episode with the finger longer. It's the f- <laughs> the finger poking machine that keeps the, the crib rocking. And it, like the millisecond the crib starts rocking, the other turtle immediately wakes up and throws a fit, which was kind of upsetting <laughs> to me, quite honestly. It's like, okay, oh, listen, we've, all, we've all been there. Why don't you bring it down a notch, you drama queen? <laughs> Man, this show was not for you. This show yeah, might not be well, for me. They, they don't. They don't have painkillers. No friggin' oxycontin for this poor guy. He's, that didn't all wash he has up on shore. I know, right? <laughs> Season old five. Bottle of, old bottle of Vicodin washed on shore. <laughs> See, now I can get behind that. That would be just fine. <laughs> so, but uh, what I did like about this is the characters are like, "Well, we want to help you." So they try start off trying to do the the normal stuff. Where they, you know, they they ride the bike, and then, the, but they're not. They also don't have the stamina for an entire slumber of an injured person to stay on this bike the whole time. So they have to find a way to automate it because the the whole idea behind this episode is to get people used to not having jobs. So what I liked about <laughs> what I liked about all this is they tried wind power with the with a pinwheel attached to the engine somehow that didn't work because the wind uh, you know our former president obviously got this right uh, and let the wind turbines aren't spinning if there's no wind much like with solar power if the sun's not out you immediately lose all power uh, so obviously this has been proven correct with this episode of tumble leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, who knew that Tumble Leaf was secretly pro Trump? Yep, that's it's so it. political. Tumble Leaf is very political. It's very MAGA. It didn't. I didn't want to say about this. It was crazy to me when when the turtle wakes up and yells, "You know, January 6th was just a warning shot." So I couldn't believe it because this came out was, before this year. Like, how did specific. he know? How yeah. did he know? No, it was weird. I don't. It was real. It was really off-putting. Maybe. <laughs> um, you know, and, and and so going through it a little bit further, they're like, okay, what if we hook up the pinwheel to this this this, this waterfall? We set up like this 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 what like an aqueduct basically, and let's have that empty out power, and let's have it empty out on the pinwheel. And now we don't have to need wind; we have water that's constantly flowing. We're not really worried about how that perpetuates and keeps going because the water just sort of goes through the pinwheel and hits the ground under the pinwheel, which in my mind is going to cause a lot of other problems. <laughs> But we're not here to learn about that. <laughs> um, it was it was a nice, soft episode. If there was a word that I would use to describe tumble leaf, that word would be soft. And considering yeah, that I WFT. Yeah. <laughs> and considering that I watched it right back to back with an episode of Mortal Kombat, the animated series. <laughs> Oh, it was just, just, now, okay. Now it's making yeah. a lot of sense now. Yeah, Hold on. I got a little Hold amped, and then I got to this. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, that Mortal Kombat cartoon is soft enough that it wasn't that big a jolt. It's not oh, that no. You're it's not, not wrong. <laughs> no, I would say no there was killing, more exposition, no punching. <laughs> uh, nobody faced them, an Nobody fatalityed or bestialityed. 
Nope. Well, definitely not that, Marshall. I don't know what Wait, shows what you were watching in the 90s. Look, animality. Look, is it animality? No, no, no. You're not taking yeah, that no, back. Night, <laughs> Nightwolf uh, <laughs> merged with his with his dog, so oh, there was God. some bestiality. Oh, man. Guys, I'm I not sure you guys know what that, that word means, uh, but you keep throwing it <laughs> around. <laughs> what do you mean? Animal it's husbandry? Frankly upsetting to me at this point. Is? Isn't that all the same? You know what, guys? Yes, that's exactly what that means. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So tumble leaf, tumble leaf. Any final thoughts on tumble leaf before we uh, before we wrap up today? Uh, I'll go last because I want you guys to say nice things first. This is this is <laughs> this is my uh, this is our go to when and and my kids hadn't actually watched it in a while, and then when I put it on for this episode, like they all were like, "Yay, tumble leaf!" Like they've forgotten <laughs> about it, like that they loved it. Uh, nice. uh, this is so if you. If your child needs to be calmed uh, uh, and Bob Ross is too much for them, <laughs> then I would say watch Tumble Leaf because it's a nice, it's a nice little uh, uh, soft uh, uh, breeze in the wind. This is a show I definitely want my kid to be more into. He's not really right now. Uh, um, I, I may try it again and see. What... Here's the thing: he is watching. Hotel Transylvania 3 on repeat. <laughs> he calls it the Halloween movie. There's that segment at the end where that goddamn octopus shows up and uh, Tiesto music is playing and he's uh, he's learning comedic structures, what he's doing, because okay, okay. Uh, we keep watching that last part where uh, there's a DJ battle. And so this uh, like Tiesto music. Uh, is being combated with this other um, uh, uh, upbeat music, which in sequence is uh, Beach Boys, Good Vibrations, um, uh, uh, um, uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bob McFerrin, and then the capper is Macarena. And so we've got this movie, Hotel Transylvania 3, playing over and over and over again. When he goes to the bathroom, he takes his phone, he plays that scene on YouTube. So I just hear... uh, Tiesto and Macarena playing over and over real loud, real loud. Bathroom's got great acoustics. So he turns that phone up as loud as it can go. And we just hear that over and over again, the same four minute sequence over and over again. So honestly, fucking anything would be a relief at this point. Uh, I really hope it'll be tumble leaf. Yeah, I, I might try to show this this to her. You know, honestly, she's really gotten into soul right now, and that is because of Robert Clark Chan Ooh. at the aforementioned party, which is great because uh, Chan's kid wanted to watch Soul, and it was his turn to choose. And my kid hated it. She was like, I don't want to see this. This is I've never seen this before. I am not interested. I am upset. I want to watch anything else. I want to change the channel. I want to go in the other room and watch another TV. And she was very demonstrative in her not wanting to watch Soul. And now all she wants to do now that she's gotten home from that party is watch <laughs> mother effing soul. Yeah. That's all she wants in life. And now apparently I'm going to have seen soul a few weeks from now, as often as I've seen frozen Two, which would be <laughs> a lot of times. So I'm excited. I'm excited oh to see this movie. Everybody's been talking about now, as far as uh, this show goes, tumble leaf. 
I will try to put it on for her at some point to see, because let's face it, all she's watching right now, she's watching a lot of Bluey, she's watching Soul, and she's watching a crap ton of Coco Melon, because I cannot get her Ooh, off oh of no. that shit. Oh, I'm going to see what I can do to swap out <sighs> Coco Melon for this, although I will say this show did not hit with me the same way <laughs> it hit with the two of you. I need mm-hmm. a little bit more structure narratively. I need a little bit more edge. Oh, I think. Yeah, I think it was just a little bit too soft <laughs> for the for the grouch that I have become in my older years. <laughs> Not that I was pleasant back then either. But what I am trying to say is that this just bored me a little bit. I found myself not really interested. I was watching. I was trying to be engaged. And and I, it picked up a little bit for me when they started working in, you know, the architecture and the science and getting the 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 building of something together. It was a little bit like that with that that tool belt show that we watched a few uh, a few episodes ago. I was kind of feeling that a little uh, bit as they were sort of hitting that vibe. But overall, I didn't really understand who these people were, why I should care about them, or why their lives would be interesting to me whatsoever. So it sounds like both of you are going with a thumbs up. I would definitely try to get my kids to watch this on repeat. I might give it a try, but the second that she's like, I'm not into this, I will say, yes, that is correct. Neither am I. Let's watch Bluey. Wow. (laughs) Look, you're not going to go wrong with Bluey. But just accept just accept this show as the the big sigh that it is. <laughs> big sigh. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I'm I, I, I it's not for me, but that's okay because one, it's not aimed for me. No. And two, I don't have to like everything. That doesn't mean it's not good. That doesn't mean other people won't like it. It just means it's maybe not for me. Fair. And that's Maybe our not show. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Race to Canis, kids TV quarterly. But I loved <laughs> Investigators. I mean, look, I'll say that I loved that show. That show, that show hit with me real hard. Uh, so you know, it, it you know what? It's a matter of taste. It's a matter of here and there. And some things will go, and some things won't. And I'm old enough to appreciate finally that just because I didn't care for something doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, <laughs> it's an important life lesson that a lot of people oh. have to get to, and some never do. you know Uh, but anyway that is our show thank everybody so much for listening you know you can hit us up on twitter at my three dads pod all words if i'm keeping getting that right i created the darn account you'd think i'd remember it it. you made it i didn't okay (laughs) and do you guys have any contact information for yourself out there any projects you guys want to plug or anything going on with that uh hey knowing is half the podcast is a pretty good podcast uh good there's a podcast called ae double back i don't know if you're into wrestling but that's kind of a fun thing mm, i like that uh okay. i mean you know there's a, i got you know there's a podcast there's a another dad podcast called father good Ooh, i kind of do one. that with kenny stevenson uh mm. you know there's yeah, the reality is marshall's around. cheating on that show with this one I don't cheat on anybody. We're the I'm other poly- podcast. I'm polyamorous, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, you can check out the you know the Who Would Win show or Knowing Is Half the Podcast. If you like superhero fights and debates about such, or you like old cartoons, you're listening to this. So chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably do like Knowing Is Half the Podcast probably. and don't need to be told. But maybe you found this one first, and this could be your very first episode. So Knowing Is Half the Podcast is a naughty cartoon show. No, that's kind of a wrong way to say it. We say rude. We say say rude words talking about cartoons of the eighties. Do you you know how many f bombs we dropped this episode alone? Look, we also get a little saucy here too. 
but it comes from a place of love. It's such a <laughs> it's such a risque podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and did you guys drop your Twitter handles? Did you guys drop that in there? Uh, at nine hundred ninety nine RPMs. At Mister Happy Givens. And I am at Almighty Ray. If you want to hit up any of us, or individually, or as a group on Twitter, we would love to talk to you and, and just have a good time. Look. Uh, we're coming out of the pandemic. We're having a good time with it, but this has been really hard and will not get any easier, I don't think. So let's support each other as best we can through these bizarre times. Uh, Until next week, Marshall, do you have a piece of advice for any parents at home? Look, just do the best you can, all right? We we are struggling here. <laughs> you know what? That's that is perfectly acceptable. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and good night. Woo!